Good morning. Today is Tuesday, January 12, 2016. Welcome to the Finance Committee of the County Transportation Authority. My name is John Avalos, the Chair of the Finance Authority. Uh, joined to my right by Commissioner Eric Marr and to my left by Commissioner David Campos. Uh, and uh, we'll be joined shortly by um, Commissioner uh, Malia Cohen. Is she actually going to be? I believe so. And uh, I think, well, and Jane Kim, I think, is not going to make it, so we'll have to have a, a motion to excuse here in a moment. Uh, the clerk of the, of the committee is Stephen Stamos. Uh, Mr. Clerk, can you share with us your announcements? There are no announcements. Okay. Um, and today's meeting is broadcast today by Jennifer Lowe and Charles Kremenak from SFGov TV. Thank you for your service. Um, if we can have a motion to excuse Commissioner Kim. So moved. Okay, and that's uh, from Commissioner Marr, seconded by Commissioner Campos, and we'll take that without objection. Could we uh, go to our second item? Uh, we'll do a, a roll, call. roll call. On item one, Commissioner Avalos. Present. Avalos present. Commissioner Campos. Present. Campos present. Commissioner Cohen. Cohen absent. Commissioner Marr. Here. Marr present. We have quorum. Very good. Okay, let's go on to uh, second item. Item two, approve the minutes of the November 3, 2015 meeting. This is an action item. Colleagues, any comments, changes to the minutes? Okay, seeing none, we'll go on to public comment. Uh, public comment is now open on our minutes. And uh, seeing no member of the public come forward, we'll close public comment. And uh, we have a motion to, we have need, so we need a motion or? Uh, no, just roll call vote. Just roll call vote, please. On the minutes, Commissioner Avalos? Aye. Avalos, aye. Commissioner Campos? Aye. Campos, aye. Commissioner Cohen? Cohen, absent. Commissioner Marr? Aye. Marr, aye. The minutes are approved. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, next item, please. Item three, recommend award of a three-year consultant contract to Arup in an amount not to exceed $1,150,000 for planning and engineering services for the San Francisco Long Range Transportation Planning Program and authorizing the executive director to negotiate contract payment terms and non-material contract terms and conditions. This is an action item. Good morning, Commissioner. Cynthia Fong, Deputy Director for Finance and Administration. Um, what we have before you today is a contract um, that the Transportation Authority, in partnership with the San Francisco Planning Department and the SF, uh, San Francisco Municipal Transportation Agency, are working together and seeking consulting services to support the San Francisco Long Range Transportation Planning Program. Uh, we have a presentation for you here today that we'd like to start off with, and I'll um, come back before the podium and walk you through the procurement process. We have Marissa Espinoza today here to show you the presentation. Great. Thank you very much. Thank you, Cynthia. Good morning, Commissioners. Marisa Espinosa, San Francisco Planning. I'm here to provide you with an overview of the San Francisco Long Range Transportation Planning Program, which is a multi-agency collaborative effort to tackle San Francisco's transportation challenges now and into the future. A bit about the program, there are several key components within this scope of work that we're presenting. Uh, the first is a transportation vision to develop uh, an understanding of the long-term future trends affecting San Francisco, looking at land use and transportation. We will be undertaking a series of studies on different transportation modes. We will also look at updating the San Francisco transportation plan to look at funding opportunities and strategies and pulling that into a constrained funding program over the next couple of years. All of this will involve uh, stakeholders, members of the public over time, and so this is uh, why it's important to have this multi-agency collaborative effort underway. 
a bit about the vision. It's anticipated completion is early 2017. Again, looking at our overall goals, objectives, and evaluation framework, and looking at existing conditions and needs. The modal studies uh, will be anticipated to be completed through 2017. And an update of the San Francisco Transportation Plan is anticipated to be completed mid-2018. This will also include an update of the city's transportation element um, in the future, looking at an update to the overall general plan as part of that. For our near-term schedule and budget, our agencies are beginning near-term tasks now. Um, we hope to come to you today for the award of contract with the consultant. And we anticipate the first initiation of stakeholder outreach in the spring and summer of this year. Happy to answer any questions, if you may have, or Cynthia will come up as well. Okay, great. Thank you. Uh, colleagues, any comments, questions? Ms. Fong? There will also be an opportunity you can ask. A few more questions right after I go over the procurement process. Now, um, as Marissa said, um, this project, was, this was an RFP issued by the SFCTA. Uh, it was released on October 22nd, 2015. Uh, we had a pre-proposal conference, and there was an overwhelming 27 firms that came uh, to attend for a networking event and to um, sit in for a briefing on the item. Uh, our DBE goal is 13%. Uh, the firm we are rewarding this to uh, proposed with a f utiliz DBE utilization of 35%. Uh, the firm includes women-owned firms of Daniller Consulting, Eisen Lutinic, and Asian subcontinental-owned TJKM firm. Uh, this item was advertised within s with six different newspapers along with um, urban planning news websites and distributed to um, all small disadvantaged and local businesses that we have um, identified through the SFT, SF, um, the TA database. Uh, this item has not gone before the uh, CEC because um, there were no CEC meetings in late December, but we have briefed the committee in the last meeting on December 2nd. In terms of budget, we are planning to pay for this contract with a con with a um, combination of city funds, um, federal STP funds, and Prop K funds. Uh, with that, we're, we also, oh, one last thing, we also have a representative here from Arab to answer any questions you may have on this contract item. Uh, with that, we're more than happy to answer any questions. Okay, I don't think we have uh, any questions. Uh, so we can go to public comment. Public comment is now open on this item. Okay, we can close public comment. And, uh, Roll call vote, please. Oh, take the same house, same call, if you like. Same house, same call. It works for me. Uh, next item, please. All right. Item four, recommend approval of the 2016 state and federal legislative program. This is an action item. Good morning. Amber Crabb with the Transportation Authority. Uh, so the item before you today is... Uh, something you see every year. It's our state and federal legislative program. Uh, this is a program that's general uh, policy-based guidance that we also bring the matrix matrices to you every month um, with specific bills, but the program really um, informs the positions that we take in our overall advocacy uh, at the state and federal level. Uh, with respect to the state, uh, Mark Watts is going to give you a little bit more information about uh, what we anticipate happening in 2016, but uh, the big effort is around uh, raising new revenues for transportation. So we'll definitely be participating in that um, in support of raising revenues, but also uh, to ensure that transit and active transportation get their fair share uh, of the revenues moving forward. 
Um, there's also policy initiatives we're going to be pursuing at the state level. Uh, probably most significantly is supporting SFMTA's uh, effort to get authorization for automated, automated speed enforcement. Uh, so basically, uh, cameras, speed enforcement, uh, uh, in support of the Vision Zero effort. Uh, we're also going to be working with the other congestion management agencies on uh, a reform and update of the legislation governing the congestion management programs, which is one of the key functions of the Transportation Authority. Um, with respect to high-speed rail, uh, of course, we're going to uh, support the project continuing to move forward, but also um, make sure that it is in support of the Caltrain or modernization program and that the project definitions continue to include the extension all the way to uh, the Transbay Terminal. Um, <clears throat> at the federal level, the big surprise in December was that uh, they actually passed a federal transportation bill, a multi-year bill, and I think for the last 10 years that's been our biggest uh, advocacy point at the federal level. So. Uh, we are going to continue to work to make sure the program is fully funded, but it's really giving us an opportunity to focus on uh, advancing San Francisco's priorities at the federal level, uh, in particular with respect to the new starts, small starts, and court capacity transit programs. Um, we're gonna, we want to make sure um, that Central Subway and Van Ness BRT, which are currently in the pipeline uh, continue to move forward, as well as line up uh, the next round of projects to get into the pipeline, including the downtown extension and uh, Geary BRT. And Michelle Beaulieu is going to give you a little bit more detail on the uh, transportation bill in the next item. Um, at the federal level, we're also going to be um, uh, looking for uh, new fund sources as part of policy initiatives, so exploring a road usage charge, uh, carbon fees, so looking for those uh, uh, things to move forward, as well as looking for more federal support for Vision Zero and those types of programs. Uh, our, so project delivery is another thing we've consistently had on our agenda um, in order to get projects uh, faster and cheaper. Uh, one of our, probably our second big initiative this year is we're hoping to have, uh, to sponsor legislation to uh, give the Transportation Authority authorization to pursue, pursue um, construction manager, general contractor, uh, project delivery methodology for phase two of the Yerba Buena Island ramps project. Um, this is something that uh, we're moving forward very quickly on with the help of Mark Watts. And with that, uh, we're seeking a recommendation to approve uh, the LEDGE program, and I'd be happy to answer any questions you have. Okay, colleagues, any comments, questions? Nope. Nope. Okay. Thanks. Thank you, Ms. Grab. Uh, we can go to public comment on this item, or is there another part of a presentation? Okay, public comment is now open, and seeing no member of the public come forward, we'll close public comment. And uh, same house, same call? All right. This item passes. Uh, next item, please. Item five, state and federal legislative update. This is an information item. <clears throat> Good morning, commissioners. Uh, happy to Welcome. be here. Thank you. Um, I was going to cover briefly uh, two of the uh, most recent uh, transportation funding proposals that have emerged in the last uh, week or so. Um, just as a reminder, the special session for transportation has carried over. The conference committee that was formed uh, is still in 
in condition to move forward if there's a will. There's discussions between the two co-chairs, Assemblymember Gomez on the Assembly side and Senator Bell on the Senate side about whether they want to uh, just rely on newly introduced bills or move into a conf uh, move back into the conference uh, setting and use the uh, parliamentary um, maneuvers that are available under a, sp a special session, uh, and that's still open-ended. In the meantime, the governor last week uh, introduced his budget to uh, the legislature and to Californians, and contained within there was uh, his transportation funding plan. Basically, it was very similar to what he had uh, allowed to be released by his Secretary of Transportation at the end of last summer uh, with some modest changes. Uh, essentially, uh, what just as a reminder and as an update, uh, he's looking, his program depends uh, largely on a new uh, registration fee. They call it the road improvement charge, but it'll be assessed on every vehicle, including hybrids and electrics uh, across the board, same level of, 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 uh, of $65 per vehicle. That raises about $2 billion. Uh, another element of his proposal, which uh, we find uh, has now migrated to a couple other proposals, is uh, uh, reestablishing the old tax swap for annual Board of Equalization um, excise tax setting authority, getting rid of that and just reestablishing the tax uh, at 18 cents, which would be an increase of or a restoration of six and a half cents back to where it was uh, more than a year ago. And that is expected to raise $500 million. And very importantly for uh, CMAs and other entities around the state, it would have the effect of replenishing the STIP funds, which uh, without this action, it looks like uh, we will not have much STIP capacity to program against in the next uh, next STIP cycle. In addition, the governor proposes an 11 cent a gallon uh, increase in the diesel tax and um, adjust that for inflation. That raises about a half a billion dollars. And he includes, uh, this is probably the, the most, one of the two most significant changes, includes a $500 million increase in cap and trade dedicated to transit capital purposes, um, which is, I think, a significant uh, indication on the governor's part that he wants to get to some closure on a funding package. The final piece of the funding is $100 million in um, extracted efficiencies out of Caltrans, and the governor proposes to dedicate that to um, funding uh, ATP programs that are now funded through other sources, including federal funds. So it would be an augmentation, probably about 75% uh, augmentation to the uh, uh, ATP program in the state. Uh, in addition, there are several uh, um, delivery streamlining uh, opportunities in the bill. Um, one is he extends the public-private partnership authority for 10 years. And in addition, he grants or would grant, uh, proposes to grant to Caltrans an additional six projects to be delivered under the uh, constru uh, CMGC, Construction Manager General Contractor Authority. Caltrans currently has that, but they've used all the authority that they were granted. This would expand it by six. Notably, it doesn't um, roll over and add any for regional entities to use. So that'll be a a source of discussion during uh, the budget process as his uh, measure moves forward. And then Thursday of last week, the um, chairman of the Assembly Transportation Committee, Assemblymember Frazier from Contra Costa County, introduced a, a, a major new uh, bill. Uh, notably, it was not a special session bill. It's a regular session bill. 
So uh, we're not sure how that's going to uh, be integrated as we move forward. Um, his measure raises an uh, ongoing amount of about $7 billion a year in contrast to the governor's three and a half. And it's largely dependent upon uh, fuel taxes. For example, the gas tax would be increased by 22 and a half cents per gallon under his proposal and then would be indexed um, on a uh, every three year cycle. Uh, and a portion of that would be uh, used to stabilize the STIP, as I indicated, uh, that the governor is proposing to do. Uh, in addition, um, that $3.3 billion raised by the gas tax would be split 50-50 between state and uh, local entities, cities and counties, for road repair purposes. Um, and a small amount, I forget the percentage right now because I've just been reading the bill again, is set aside to encourage uh, state local partnerships through um, self-help um, rewards. The diesel tax under Mr. Frazier's proposal would be increased by 30 cents a gallon and it would be dedicated to trade corridor improvements throughout the state. This is uh, uh, analogous to what was in Proposition 1B, the bond program from 2006 where trade investments were funded through uh, state resources. And Mr. Frazier also includes a $38 registration fee, um, and those would be dedicated to road maintenance and the state uh, on a 50-50 basis as well. So by and large, we've gone from a governor's program of about $3.5 billion. Senator Bell is rewriting his bill. We'll see it later this week. Uh, and it was around $4 billion, but it's expected to go north of 5 in total with a lot more emphasis on transit than has been seen in the past. And then the governor's, I mean, the Mr. Frazier's proposal uh, raises about $7 billion ongoing, uh, but with a focus in addition to maintenance and repair, uh, uh, another focus on um, trade corridors. So standing here looking forward, you know, next steps would be the uh, Senator Bell's revised bill, uh, which is being presented or discussed with his caucus today would be unveiled sometime in the coming days. Uh, hopefully the conference committee would get back together and look at some um, matrix of solutions that they could try to generate support from all four caucuses. And uh, we hopefully uh, have uh, good discussions with the governor on a final package coming out of the legislature in February or March. So that's how it looks at this point in time. Uh, thank you. Um, I know this is uh, late breaking news, uh, a lot of the presentations you have today, um, but I would appreciate if you have, even if it's like one page, something in writing that you can share with us, we can look at and refer Absolutely. to when you're, when you're telling us. Um, just a follow-up question on what you presented. Um, we're really interested in um, more uh, funds overall in the state going towards transit, ped, and bikes rather than highways. Um, I think that's our new trend that we're trying to promote and make sure that cities also are doing well. The legislation you've mentioned, is that the trend we're seeing in how this <clears throat> legislation is crafted and structured? I think partially, not probably to the degree that uh, you would prefer, but I, I think at base there's an attempt to catch up on deferred maintenance on the roadway system. In addition to that, then supplementing it with more transit and uh, active transportation programs. So I would say that in uh, each of the cases, uh, I, I'm not sure how to estimate the amount, but the the the, the underpinning is for roadway repair, 
uh, as opposed to uh, new roadway construction. And then layered on top of that is an ever each cycle of these, each iteration of bill introductions, more money for transit. And in this case, there's even more money for uh, active transportation programs. So I think it's going in the right direction. Um, and I don't think anybody will abandon the uh, deferred maintenance issue um, at this point in time. Great. Thank you. Colleagues, any uh, other comments or questions? Okay. Uh, we can go on to public comment. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Watts. Any member of the public who would like to comment? Or um, we have another part of the presentation. Hi. Michelle Beaulieu with the TA. Um, I just wanted to give a little additional update on the FAST Act and what's going on at the federal level. Um, so as Amber Crabb mentioned, uh, for the first time in over 10 years, we have a long-term transportation bill at the federal level. It's a $305 billion bill for five years of projects. Um, and we anticipate that this will bring approximately $30 million additional to the Bay Area over what had been previously expected in the prior transportation bill. Um, also in December, Congress passed the Omnibus Appropriations and Tax Extenders Bill, um, which permanently uh, extends the transit commuter benefits to bring it to parity with the parking commuter benefits. So that raises it from $130 a month to $250 and then $255 in the next year. Um, and this bill also included $500 million for the Tiger Grant Program, which has been beneficial to San Francisco in the past. Um, so again, as Amber Crabb mentioned, we'll continue to work with uh, partners to assure that San Francisco's priority projects get funded. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, we have already opened public comment, so any member of the public who would like to comment, and seeing none come forward, we'll close public comment. And uh, take this same house, same call. Information item. This is an information item. We'll, we won't take it. Same house, same call. <laughs> uh, okay. Madam, Mr. Clark, could you call our next item? Item six, introduction of new items. This is an information item. Okay. Um, colleagues, any new items to introduce? Uh, public comment on new intros and new items? Seeing none come forward, we'll close public comment. Next item, please. Item seven, public comment. General public comment. Yes. Good morning, Commissioners. I want to present a short essay on achieving a great Commonwealth society at good side. The unity of intellectual contents, self, nature, and human soul, as intellectually awakened one with original wisdom that one creates rational awakening, and from such understanding of the way, one leads on to awakening of others to a new of the people. Holy studies should be agreeable with passion and principle this way. While self-nature and living destiny recover to origin of mighty nature, one's intellectual self and soul nature rest upon stream of source of origin. One's mighty nature of personal cultivation leads on steps by self-direction on course, internally in maintenance with the means, and taking on power externally while a piece of harmony. One works on empowering check and balance with time, place, man, and affairs, of controlling world adjustment, naturally having bright Intelligence being level ease with the mean of upright harmony for all usage and action pathway without alienated bias. One makes a sense of one's personal relationships. One makes removal of all later in life things of obstacles. One's practical way of working out allows one's true heart having true games of fruitful result. In developing one's humanity onto beloved of love, mercy, equipments, and one establishes virtue of parental love, Brotherhood, loyalty, trust, good manners, meanings of goods and values, harness integrity. One's true self-nature applies on the blissful way of realistic aspect of working usage and action pathway with bright awakened virtue on the awakening of worldly people leading on achieving a great commonwealth society in good sight. 
Thank you very much. Um, I also like matriotism and sisterhood, um, uh, as well as patriotism and brotherhood. Um, since there are no other members of the public who are commenting, we'll close public comment. And uh, Mr. Clerk, can we have our next item, please? Item 8, adjournment. Colleagues, we are adjourned. Thank you.